Welcome, baseball fans. It is time for the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, how was your Christmas? Couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. Good times with the family? Oh, yes. Did everybody get what they wanted? Uh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Well, just thankful to be alive, right? Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. It. Well, all right. Well, we are we are at the end of 2015, the end of this year, and how appropriate we are also at the end of our hot stove tour. Um, lots to talk about within the NL East, our final stop along the tour. Uh, but before that, um, been a busy week in baseball in general. We've uh, you know lost a lot of uh, uh, would you call it legendary? A, a lot of key figures in the game of baseball. Uh, how did you react to the passing of Dave Henderson? Um, the all right, my memories of Dave Henderson are his little hop that he had in his home run uh, trot. Uh, around the bases. I love what he said about Conseco and McGuire and that they never deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, that uh, you know anybody who cheated doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. He is has come back into public light in this new uh, kind of attack on Tony LaRusa being somebody who just... Uh, perpetuated the use of PEDs during that era, first attacked by Jack Clark and now Henderson trying to imply that uh, La Russa did a lot of damage during that period. Uh, that I that sort of a, Henderson kind of, you know, his words are something to the effect that you saw these people gain 30 to 40 pounds and then uh you know, hit the ball 40 to 50 feet further, you know, uh, you know, I, I kind of appreciate, uh, Henderson taking that stance. Yeah. Do you think he's more, uh, affectionately known as a Red Sox or as an Oakland A? Well, I think of him more as an Oakland A. Yeah. Yeah. Although a key component of the 1986 absolutely Red Sox run. Absolutely. But yeah, I always think of him as, uh, as Oakland proud and, yeah, it's interesting the timing of it. You know, it's the God. It would seem is not without a sense of irony that we're upon the uh, Hall of Fame, uh, uh, the Hall of Fame class of 2016 being announced, and there are people that are now writing articles left and right about. Okay, I'm going to vote for Bonds this year and Clemens yeah, right, and all this I know, stuff. I know. So, well, on the home front, we we lost Bobby Dews. Um, you know, I, I don't have much knowledge of his life, but just as a brave, I just knew that he was. One of the good guys, uh, um, a, a, rock a legendary, yeah. colorful baseball man that every organization seems to have two or three of. I mean, Ernie Johnson was another one of those guys. It was around the Braves forever, and uh, the uh, Phil Necro will be. I mean, you know, there there are those people that are just a uh, cornerstones of the organization. You, know, you, uh, you used to see Jimmy Reese with the Angels, you know, and stuff. I, you know, th- those guys have been around forever. And uh, Jose Okendo the, in uh, St. Louis. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, well, I mean, I... Uh, Red Shandies in St. Louis as much as anybody. Jeez. Yeah, or even Eddie Perez here in Atlanta there as go, well. There you go, there you go. Yeah, yeah, so it, it's sad. I mean, it's like the Braves are evolving in so many different forms and fashions so you know I'm, i feel like i'm the old guard just keeps on moving on in all their different ways so um and then you know uh so a little bit of news too to start out with um 
the Yankees picked up a, a, a closer. Uh, this just came out today. What were your thoughts on on Aroidas Chapman to the Yankees? Uh, that I bet the Reds wish they had pulled this trigger a couple of months ago. They didn't yeah. get much for him, and you know it gives the Yankees a formidable back end of the rotation, or back end of uh, the game. That's you know as strong as anybody's. Uh, I don't know if they have the starting pitching to get there. Um, again, I mean. The, the Yankees needed more than the best closer in the game. Yeah, well, and this feels like the mo- uh, like a, a, a quintessential Yankees move, of which there hasn't been any yet in right, this offseason. Right, 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 right. So go get a big-name, uh, high-priced, uh, somewhat controversial player. Um, and, yeah, they're stacking into a crowded section already. Right. You know? Well, yeah, like, but that can be a strength in today's game in particular. Sure. We know that. Yeah. They, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a that's a shortened game if ever there was one. Uh-huh. So, well, all right. Well, let's get to it. Uh, week six of six, the National League East. We know a few things about the National League East on a personal level. So why don't we begin with um, the uh, National League champion, New York Mets. Um, their 2015 season, was it a magical run or were you kind of, I mean, we thought maybe 85 games, they end up winning the entire, uh, the entire league. So the Mets is this, are they the, are, are they at juggernaut status? Are they a year or two away? Uh, what are they going to do in, uh, the, this off season? They haven't made any big moves yet. Um, I think they've made some moves. I mean, some of their moves have been letting people go, you know. True. <laughs> um, definite addition by subtraction. Right. Uh, I mean, Murphy leaving is, yeah, I thought, you know, he's not much of a defender, but he has been a steady bat for a long time. None of that stuff that happened during the playoffs, but he certainly doesn't yeah. get freaked off by the playoffs. Um, yeah. The uh, Cespedes, I mean, they caught a whirlwind there. Yeah. They caught him right at the right time. Um, there are a lot of players, you know, throughout time. I mean, think you can catch Justin Upton through a five-week period. You know, if you could pick the five-week period and you'd have the best, you know, player in baseball. Yeah. Um, Too bad that always seems to just happen at the beginning of the year. Well, whatever. There is, That's I mean, when he's it, shown it, but yeah. Uh, the uh, I mean, they caught fire. Now, they couldn't afford to keep everybody, but they have kept, you know, they let Nice go, but... You know their fifth starter is Bartolo Colon until Zach Wheeler comes back. Uh, you know in June or so, um, there uh, they'll have mats for the whole year. Uh, you know, uh, Cindergard may be. You know, he may replace Degrom this year. I mean, uh, but so they did an old formula. What they have done is they, they added Cabrera, uh, a Struble Cabrera at yeah. short. I think that was just a brilliant move. Sure. Uh, be, I mean, Flores may play some for offense, but Cabrera can move around. Uh, they've added Neil Walker at second. They're a lot better defensively up the middle, which helps this pitching staff. That's the key to the, the club. Well, second um, base, Mr. Murphy in the world series, right, you know, right. right. Uh, the, uh, and, you know, Wright should probably have a better year. Now, they need to go out and get a center fielder yet. Uh, they, you mean you're not sold on Juan Lagares? No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't imagine why. The, uh, 
I, you know, I don't, I'm not really sold on their corners either. Although Granderson found the fountain of youth last year. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I think, uh, it looks like Denard span might be a fit for them, uh, in center field of people that are still available. Um, I love their catcher as does everybody. And Duda, who knows he's mercurial. He could, you know, um, what do you think the asking price is from Denard Spans camp, considering that he's still recovering from injury? Rather serious injury at that. Right, right. Uh, I don't know, but he's certainly within the Mets uh, price range. Yeah. Are we sure, though, that they're back on, you know, they're through the financial woes no, and I'm the not. Madoff? No, I'm not. But they, everything? Have, they have to have enough. Uh, they've let people go. Uh, they haven't signed all of these free agents that they should have. I mean, you look at all the people they've. Uh, lost now, you know, Nice and uh, uh, Cespedes and Murphy and Clippard and Kelly Johnson and Uribe and all these people, they're, they're gone. They haven't added much. They uh, they have to be able to. Now, they did get Turner, you know, Thea Turner. Uh, or no, yeah. that's, no, the Nationals. That's Turner. the Nationals. I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, they got him along with Murphy. But uh, the, uh, you know, they're way, they, they've got a plan now. Uh, for the future, they've got they're young up the middle, but they're playing defense. But they've their window is now. They've got to be able to do it because uh, you know Harvey goes into his arbitration years this year. Uh, if they were to keep all of these pitchers for long term, it would be a billion dollar contract. You yeah, know, uh, a billion dot literally. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So now is the the window. They've got yeah. to do it now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you uh, that great pitching, you still got to score some runs. Um, How do you feel about, you know, Granderson now at this point? Is is he the still the leadoff guy for them or who now with Walker and Cabrera? Do do they get on base for him and set the table? And then they still have Lucas Duda with power and then David Wright with power. Um, Is Alex Gordon or a Justin Upton? gonna gonna be they need a center fielder they you know a denard span hoping he'll come back i i can't see them putting the money into and the draft pick into getting fowler uh you know i but they've got to go out and look i mean i i would imagine uh the mets would love to be making a a trade with the braves right about now Mm. you know and i don't think the braves will do that but you know We've said that before. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't worry, we're building to that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, finally at their catcher position, Travis Darnot, um was really solid for them, especially down the stretch in the playoffs. But he can't throw out. I mean, I think I could beat his arm to second. He also caught like 150 games or something. Just, True. You know, I yeah. mean, unbelievable amount. And he's he's good behind the plate. Yeah, yeah. He, he is. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if there's – you know, he's 26 years old. I don't know if I'm, if that's a hindrance to them with all of that pitching. Right, right. So, but you know, you you look at a team that was right there, and they're they're in every single game in the World Series. I think except for I think one that they right, they right. got beat uh, handedly, and their two biggest weaknesses were behind the dish and uh, you know bullpen. Um, so what of the bullpen? Um, you know, uh, they're mi- not through. They're not yeah. through. They're going to do something else. But the bullpen is usually formulated late. Yeah. Yeah. And if assuming a healthy rotation throughout most of the year, man, you know, would you ride those young arms pretty hard? Or, I mean, Collins kind of does anyway. But considering all that happened with Matt Harvey and that whole thing, 
Um, are they going to be kid gloving Cindergard in 2016 or Mats? I, they have. I mean, Cologne is such a great insurance policy for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, uh, if they need to give somebody an extra day off, you know, let Cologne go a day earlier. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, Guy just you know, loves to play baseball. <laughs> and they have uh, they have Wheeler coming back. They've got plenty of pitching. Yeah. All right. So let's go now to the Marlins. Um, quite the enigma, as they always are. I mean, that's such a Marlins thing. Um, essentially, all the pieces that we had predicting going to the World Series, winning it on your part before 2015 are all still there. Um, Yelich, Ozuna, a healthy Giancarlo Stanton, that's still the best outfield in baseball uh, on paper. Um, what what do you make of the Marlins? And frankly, uh, a rather interesting couple of signs in the management department. Uh, well, I mean, and they extended D. Gordon. You know, he, he was, was a feel-good story. He was more than they expected. I mean, you're talking about their outfield, but now, in all, a healthy Stanton is there now, but he wasn't healthy all last year. No, you know, I mean, and that's no, when yeah. everything started to tumble. I mean, well, they, uh, <laughs> when you fire a manager a month in, and then yeah. the general manager is the one that takes well, over, we, that's not a good sign. No, and we know that um, their top office people seem to be about as uh, competent as the Washington Redskins, you know, uh, front <laughs> office. I mean, I, I don't... Uh, you mean the Washington professional football team? That's right. Okay. Uh, the uh, Right now, the Marlins are all about Jose Fernandez. Can they trade him or can they not? I mean, where the Marlins are, they've got to, like, give up everything or do it I mean they're not going to add on all the salary again giving up everything they've so alienated their fan base that they you know to do this again uh however Fernandez they could make a haul from the Dodgers right now they're oh, playing man. yeah it, I mean they're playing it out the Dodgers have retained all of their big top prospects and they really and the Dodgers are in need of a splash right now they're in need of a starting pitcher uh, there could, uh, I, it's hard. I still think that's a very distinct possibility, sure. uh, in the, because it, it's such a need, but the, um, you know, I don't know what the, uh, Marlins have to lose, uh, that they've, but then they go and sign D Gordon to this long extension. You know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, they, they're probably in the short term here. They're going to trade Mike Dunn for somebody. Yeah, they don't have, uh, I, I don't know what's they're just dysfunctional. Yeah. Well, and quietly Henderson Alvarez goes and signs with Oakland. You right. know, now oh, granted right, right. he got injured, but that was their guy to be the ace, you know, to keep the the mound warm until Fernandez comes right, back. Right. Um yeah, you know, they they're so unpredictable. It's almost silly to try to do any predictions on them anymore. But Don Mattingly is the new manager. Uh, and then they have this hitting coach that goes by the name of Barry Bonds. How is that going to work exactly? Uh, <laughs> the uh, can can there be an? I mean, see now I always like Donnie baseball. All right, yeah, I have sure. I thought he's been a 
uh, underperforming manager. I don't want to say anything bad about him, but I think he's been <laughs> underperforming. And uh, he hasn't really had a positive war effect. No. You know, uh, the, uh, but I don't know what the Marlins can do to make themselves more despicable to the rest <laughs> of baseball. And it's almost they, as a, they need to hire Clemens to be there in their pitching. Coach. I know. I would love that. Yeah, that would be great. Let's just and have Palmero be the outfield coach and just have all just juiced people. Just might as well. The that, you most. Know, Sammy Sosa can greet everybody at the door. You <laughs> there know, you go. He, he's 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 multilingual too. So, um, all right. I'm let's for the Marlins. Let's play a, a quick game that I call "Will He Be on the Plane." Um, the Marlins are 10 games out of first place in July, and they're going for a four-game weekend series in Milwaukee. Will Barry Bonds be on the plane? No. <laughs> no. Will he be the hitting coach past the All-Star break? Uh, in a different name. <laughs> yeah. He'll, be, uh, he'll take on a position kind of like chippers. Yeah. And that that's a fair assessment. So, um, and if you're a player on the Marlins, if you're, I mean, I, I don't even know. I mean, it, and then there's Ichiro Suzuki. Do you think that uh, <laughs> is he on the plane to Milwaukee in the middle of July? Oh no, is he on the team past the All Star break? No, no. All right, so let's move on. Unless he really wants to be. Yeah, well... I don't see that happen. But he might really like South Beach. You know, it's got to be a change of pace from, from every other place he's spent uh, right. amounts of time. So, um, so all right, now the Philadelphia Phillies. They're doing the Astros shuffle. So, they, uh, they've got a GM that's sabermetrics and all that stuff. And I guess the greater question is how, soon, how long until they become um, a contender again? Longer than the Braves. Really? Yes. Oh, how do you figure that? Oh, I, I, I don't see. I mean, they took too long to get rid of some of their pieces, and uh, now the Clintac uh, has already made a trade. You know, a big trade in trading Giles, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, they don't have as many pieces to trade anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and. I I think it's going to take them uh, longer than it will the Braves. I see the Braves has had. I I think after the winter meetings, um, the Braves had were had the most positive winter meetings of anybody. I think so too. And I, um, the Phillies. I mean, the the big story with the Phillies now is the whole Ryan Howard thing, and that he's getting outed by Al. Uh, the Al Jazeera. Uh, He's getting outed by Al Jazeera. Jazeera. Yeah, I mean the. I'm unaware of this. Do tell. The Al Jazeera uh, did this big report about how uh, Ryan Howard and uh, Zimmerman uh, were taking steroids, and they've outed really? them, and uh, all. And let me see, and T. Castle, and then several football players have been outed by Al Jahirs. I can't say it. Al, Al Jazeera. Al Jahira. Jazeera. Um, and uh, now, 
the everybody's denying all of this and everything, but you know, generally where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, but it's just weird wow. being outed by Al Jahira. Well, and, they have tied Peyton Manning to this yes, doping ring. Yes, I know. Wow, chicken parm does not taste so good right now. <laughs> that's right, and that's why. Oh wow, <laughs> this so, is awesome. I think this is the biggest story with the Phillies right now. That's a good point. So big that I even missed it. Well, it is the holiday season in my defense, but there you go. wow, wow. Well, <laughs> there's that for you. Yeah, yeah. That that's gonna push back that. Uh, it's gonna make it harder to trade. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of. They're definitely stuck with them now. Well, let's let's see if we can get back to uh, you know more. I don't know more more straightforward talk on the Phillies. They win the World Series in two thousand and eight and have somewhat of a, 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 a you know a, a, an unprecedented is too hype hyper, hyperbole. But what a run two thousand seven oh, yes, through yes. two thousand and eleven. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, how much goodwill does that buy them from their? Uh, very short-tempered fan base. Well, that's just it. Uh, they have a fan base that's going to demand things of them, and the the football teams and other sports teams and their basketball team. Oh and, my God! Uh, they're not winning. You know, the fan base has got to give the Phillies a little bit more than uh, than they should be giving some of the other teams. Uh, I. The Phillies uh, spent too. They went too long trying to ride a dead horse, you know, riding all these pitchers and stuff that were uh, past their prime. I still, uh, you know, it, it bears repeating. Had Doc Holliday not just lost it, you know, that that was like their undoing. And Lee, and uh, and Lee as well. The uh, but. The, uh, they, I mean, don't you think that if you could go back, like right at that moment, they should have started trading pieces? Oh, immediately, yes. Utley yeah. and Rollins and all of these, you know, they could have, if they had done this correctly, they could have made themselves a dynasty. But uh, and they, but they had a great run, and uh, that's true of so many teams. Yeah. All right, so speaking of uh, trying to build a dynasty yet kind of coming short. Oh, wait, wait, real quick. Did you see Creed? Have you seen uh, no, the new Rocky movie? No. Just saw it. That's the greatest thing for Philadelphia sports for okay. the next year. Okay. Okay. All right. uh, great movie. I recommend it. Check it out. In the theaters, too. Some of the best boxing I've ever seen uh, captured on a film. All right. So now, the Washington Nationals. Um, they have... Uh, <laughs> where do we begin? Come 2016, they're still uh, going to have Jonathan Papelbon in their bullpen. So let's just start right there. Oh, I'm not sure they will. Okay. Uh, they may just eat his contract, as unbelievable as that may seem. Yeah. They traded Escobar uh, for much the same reason that they fired their manager, mm-hmm. uh, or I believe. I mean, uh, they they got rid of Escobar and put a hole in their the middle of their infield, which they have since filled uh, to a certain degree. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. assuming that Rendon comes back, and uh, the um, I, I, you know, uh, I think they've made, even though they've lost a lot, losing Zimmerman uh, was a big subtraction uh, yeah. that they have not replaced. Uh, the uh, Ian Desmond, uh, they thought more of than I ever did. Uh, sure. What he did last year was something that I've always thought of him. 
Uh, but Murphy is certainly an upgrade from that. I'm, I've always been high on Murphy. And they have traded to get this uh, Theo Turner, who's going to be in the middle of the infield uh, in the future. Uh, Fister is gone, uh, even though he didn't give them much. Uh, the uh, But I still don't – I mean, they're, they still have a very deep – uh, 40-man roster with a lot of star power on it, a lot of, I mean, top-quality players. Uh, you know, now I know that they're stuck with Worth, who seems to be, you know, working on a lot of uh, broken-down parts. He might be, you know, they, they're going to have to count on him giving them one more productive year. Sure. Uh, the, uh, and they want Rendon to come back. Um, but... And they need a center fielder. They're, yeah, uh, that's they, like the biggest need. And they they could they're in the same place as the Mets. They could use a Dexter Fowler. And now that they have signed a free agent, uh, the uh, uh, they if they sign another free agent uh, or you know another a free agent that's going to cost them a draft pick, it's going to be a second round draft pick, and they might be a lot more likely to do that. Yeah. And so a Dexter Fowler seems a lot more affordable to them than uh, he would to some other teams. Well, and then the Nationals, I mean, they have to win now. So, I mean, what do they care about? Draft picks. Right. You know, I mean, obviously you you want to, but it's not as valuable to a team like uh, more of a rebuilding mode. But in today's market, they think of draft picks as having certain dollar amounts to them. And it has a... um, in terms of a trading chip or an asset to your ball club, it has uh, a second round draft pick has, you know, I I don't know what it is, but you know, uh, a uh, $2 million difference between that and a third round draft pick or, you know, something, there's some sort of hypothetical financial attachment to these things. And so, um, and that they're looking at it in, from a financial standpoint as well. I think we will hear something from Yusmero Pettit before it's all over. Uh, but, I mean, I, I like the Nationals. And you also got to realize they're going to be playing for Dusty Baker. Yeah. Uh, and Dusty Baker, the more veterans you have on this team, the better off he's going to be. Uh, so they should, I mean, that can help them some. Yeah. Well, now uh, Ryan Zimmerman, right there though, with Ryan Howard now. Maybe yeah. You know, so. But the Nats are apparently, as I'm reading this, are behind him. Um, oh, everybody's behind everybody. Of course. But let me ask you about said bullpen. So they go and pull off this disaster uh, trade with bringing in Papelbon last year at the at the midway point or the the, the deadline. So now, do they if they are just going to try and either trade him or just pay him to go away? Do you just promote Storin back like what what of Drew Storin at this point you know he was incredibly unhappy with <laughs> with losing his role and especially to to the Papelbons so he's, he's not going to be unhappy about getting it back he's not going to pout and say well I don't want it now <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean this is his job uh sure. if that's the position they're going to put him in uh I, I just can't see Papelbaum being there anymore. I, I just, you know, I, I'm sorry, it breaks up the clubhouse. And I know there are people that, you know, this is 
against the Brian Kenny way of thinking, but you know, I just can't see Pavel. Yeah, and they, they proved it. Yeah. The, the the 2015 Nationals are the case study in that the clubhouse matters because you know Matt Williams. He didn't even know that there was a fight going on 20 feet away from him in the right, same right, dugout. Right. So, which is ridiculous. Um, you know what? What's your uh, what's your um, upside projection for Tanner Roark? Oh, I I see him middle uh, middle of the rotation. Yeah, I mean he's. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's a tough rotation. Well, know? well, he's been around for a good while uh, oh, in, within baseball. But kind of came on last year and, um, uh, or well, really in the last two years, but. Um, you know, uh, is he enough to make up for the loss of uh, Zimmerman? No. Yeah, and no. then is Strasburg and Gonzalez? You know, they're both free agents uh, after this year. So, which one of those two is a national in twenty seventeen? Um, it's hard to see. Uh, Gonzalez, I think, wants to go elsewhere. They really want him in Miami. Up for all, you know, I, the Miami would have to be in a totally different. Uh, Set, but who knows with Miami? Uh, yeah, the uh, Strasburg is a Boris agent, you know, a Boris client. So I don't see him being there. Yeah, but I mean, there's a couple ways to go with that. Is kind of a final thought on the Nationals. Number one, you know, they signed Scherzer, uh, and you could see that as like maybe okay, we're going to sign. I mean, they have Boris clients all over that team. Oh, I know, I know. So but Boris clients don't resign. Well, that's a good point. You know, so I mean, so, you know, uh, so should they trade them then? Oh, sure they should. Yeah, I mean, you know, Would, if they're I mean, out of it, you know, but if they're yeah. going to win the pennant, no, keep them. So since we're in, <laughs> you know, hot stove season, do you think they should trade them now? No, no, no. All right, yeah, it wouldn't make sense really because they they have to win now. Right. And now to the epitome of the winter of our discontent, um, the Atlanta Braves. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, the Shelby Miller trade made me more optimistic. Bailed them out, uh, as far I mean, as I'm concerned. The uh, they go out and get the best young shortstop, you know, a first round draft pick, you know, a guy who's a number one a, overall a number, yeah, a number one overall draft pick who's been the star of the uh, college world series for a couple of years. I mean, you know, uh, the hometown boy, you know, yeah. uh, they, they went out. Uh, and if you want to look at it, when the Braves are going to be better again, it's about that time that Andleton starts to go downhill. Some defensive sure. skills don't last as long as some of the others. Uh, does that excuse the Andleton's trade? Did they get enough for Andleton? They got their number one pitching prospect, and that's saying a lot because they got a whole bunch of them. This big giant, the, you know, this guy seems like the left-hander that comes on at the end of the natural. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, uh, Sean Newcomb looks like that guy who came out of Kansas or wherever. Yeah, it's Nebraska. So. <laughs> the uh, the, uh, but uh, you know, I think they should have gotten more than that for Andleton Simmons. Uh, yeah, the, uh, Shelby Miller. They certainly made up for it. They got a chunk. Uh, I like what it's done for them this year. Uh, it the them being the Braves. 
other than Swanson, who probably will not, I don't think there's any probably about it, he will not see a Braves uniform probably even in a call-up in September, uh, unless he's just, you know. Unless he's Chris Bryanting. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, but why waste the, the control, you know? Right, right. Enciarte so. is very likely to be traded, it seems. You know, we, we've got a situation now where he's, the Braves... Some, but one of the Braves outfielders is going to be traded. Yeah, there. I mean, whether it's Marquecas, uh or Enciarte, uh, or uh, Hector Oliveira, but I, I don't. They've already given up so much for Oliveira, and they're not going to get anything for him. So it looks like it's going to be Marquecas or Enciarte. Uh, the because they're going to bring it. They're going to play Malik Smith. Uh, after he goes into the, they're they're saying you know he's just about ready you know the same yeah. sort of stuff they said about Chris Bryant next year when the, he's at the date where he just becomes a super two that's when they're going to bring him up I don't know that he's that good you know but right. uh, they're going to there will be one less brave starting outfielder at that point um, where they try and live with it until June and do it soon I, I don't know. Uh, part of that may be the they, been, they've been going out and signing all these minor leaguers you've never heard of, you know, uh, recently. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Bonifacio could play in the outfield a little bit until they bring up Smith. You know, who knows? Well, uh, that's just the outfield. You know? Yeah. And, and therein lies the rub. It's like, where are we going to get this hitting from, assuming the pitching is, you know, going to be as good as projected? Um, and let us not forget that before Dansby Swanson, our biggest, you know, rotate or our biggest, uh, one through position player was, uh, Albies. Yeah. And also a shortstop who is probably going to end up a second baseman, even though he said he was going to make Andleton Simmons change positions at one point. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. Uh, Swanson is not a number one overall draft pick, uh, hometown boy from, uh, you know, he, he's, He's our was our highest rated prospect for some time, but he's not anymore. Oh uh, yeah, well you meant you meant to say Albies. Albies, who did I say? You said Swanson, who oh, is oh, no, no, now no. our yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, I you know I think it looks you know if we're gonna best scenario uh, twenty seventeen we open up with him as our second baseman and Swanson as our shortstop phenom coming out of nowhere you know austin riley's at third you know freddie's still there the iron you know uh at first i mean you know we can dream you know that these this is a scenario uh you know malik smith will be stealing 60 bases a year out in center field yeah these are dreams you keep talking that you keep talking yourself up on that i mean oh no i don't necessarily believe all of this but they've got to be you know at least now with the trade of Shelby Miller, there seems to be a, a future format that they are gearing toward, rather than just acquiring a bunch of broken armed pitchers, right? Uh, the, that have you know a high upside, but a really you know high downside. Well, what our, our number one draft pick from from the, the, that we actually drafted last year, Kobe Allard? I think he's got like back problems. Uh, I think they've said now that he doesn't, but maybe he does. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, now, will we see Tuki Toussaint making a uh, call up next year? Does well, he make he, the lead? He could. He could. Uh, I think Tyler Jenkins or Tyrell Jenkins will be uh, starting 
Oh, yeah. We do still have one Mr. Tyrell Jenkins, and we can now officially say, no question, we won the Shelby Miller Hayward trade with the Cardinals. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Put that on the board for a long time. That is a victory. That is a huge victory. <laughs> yes, That's like is. winning the division or one of the two wild cards, I think, for, for Braves country. So, But what of Mr. Tyrell Jenkins? I mean, he was, he was right there. We kept thinking he was going to get a call up, but he had, you know, again... Dead arm trouble uh, or something like that. Oh, they're they're not pushing anybody. Yeah, you know? and because why? Mean, uh, I mean, you what would who are you? You look at. Let me ask you this. I'm going to go through names. Pitch. You tell me who. When we open up the new stadium, who are going to be the five starters? Okay. All right. You have Tehran. Julio's still around. You uh, say, well, th- there's a let's hold. Is Tehran going to be around? <laughs> well, all right, no, I'm just saying. You tell me the five that will oh, okay. be starting. All right, you list them. Uh, I'll tell you the five: Sean Newcomb, Aaron Blair, mm-hmm. uh, Tuki Toussaint, Colby Allard, Tyrell Jenkins, Manny Benuelos, John Gant, Max Fried, Ryan Weber, Lucas Sims, Max Prouse, uh, Mike Soroka, Chris Ellis. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I can go on. I can, you know, you didn't yeah. even say Fulte. Yeah, well, yeah, Fultonavich. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Mauricio Cabrera. You know, yeah, you know, and yet Ricardo it could... Sanchez. You know, uh, the uh, Bud Norris. Yeah. Uh, the, uh... Oh, Bud Norris is definitely going to open SunTrust Park. I think you can just lock that in. Well, it's funny and and also tragic. Uh, just like the Cardinals, I bet you our starting rotation is somebody who's not presently on the team because we're going to trade for him um, for 2017. But of those, it, did you even say Whistler? No, no, no. Yeah, there's, I mean. Right. I don't know. Of that group, I think for sure, Newcomb. Uh, I don't, I mean, if yeah, that's. Oh, really, that's quick. Because if. if because if, he's so big and. Yeah. yeah, he's a hoss. And if you're copy, Capalella. Um, cappuccino, whatever. Um, and you have traded Andrelton Simmons. You better put that piece out there. He better get a little bit more than better control than giving up four to five walks every nine innings. Yeah, <laughs> that, that 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 would that would uh, benefit him greatly. But I mean, that that I think that that's why you can you pencil him in though. It's because. It's you got, want him to be there, but uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. so I'll definitely say Newcomb's on it. Um, I, I, you know, I, I think Ben Walos maybe, but man, there's a lot of there's a lot of hurt on that arm as well. I don't know. I don't know if I can even play this game because I might as well just throw darts at the names. Uh, Lucas Sims is somebody they have brought along mm-hmm. slowly. I mean, and you know, he's in that. Uh, that the wreck last year, which slowed him down, uh, but he is somebody yeah. that has progressed in a way that they've wanted him to through the organization. Um, the uh, Tuki Toussaint seems to be on the fast road. Yeah. Uh, the um, I um, the uh, and uh, I liked Wexler last year. I like Dexter too. I'll tell you one because you left him off the list, and I think appropriately so. I think Fultonavich is in the bullpen. I bet you Fultonavich is our closer come 2017. Uh, And that could be a really great thing, actually. I I don't know uh, if he'll be our closer. He might be, uh, but he might be a significant piece of our uh, our staff. Yeah. Well, I just I think that 
if I'm running the team and, you know, I guess they're smarter than we are, um, <laughs> it's questionable at times. Um, but I think, you know, if, 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 if you look at what kept happening in 2015 and how the second time through the order, everybody had kind of figured him out. And plus, we should give him a, a little leeway here. Beth and Court was catching him a lot of those games. And he is gone, thank God. And now we have Flowers and another year of A.J. Pruszynski. So there oh, are some positive moves you, but you know, that we can look forward to. You know, to. The, the, could be the best of all brave moves. Uh is to get uh, Jonathan LaCroix, <laughs> you know, <laughs> while he's still got all of these years of control. You know, he's That's a good point. Uh, a, a guy who is one year away from being an all-star, uh, a guy who handles pitch, young pitchers very well. Uh, the, uh, the Brewers don't want to give him up, I'm sure. But uh, that the Braves, you know, I just don't. Nothing against AJ or Flowers, I but they need a catcher. Uh, yeah. But I, they're better this year because Bethencourt isn't going to be there. Yeah, we don't have to. We can all just take a deep breath and move on from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. I mean, I, I think that uh, 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 back to the pitching staff that uh, Tuki Toussaint seems like the real deal as he has come along from last right. year. Definitely hope to see him pitch in 2016 in in a Braves uniform. Um, and you know what, maybe I should preface that let's make it a Gwinnett Braves uniform. Cause I'll be more interested to see those games than <laughs> right, what's going right. down at Turner field. Aaron Blair may be there. Yeah. You know, I, I think he's, you know, uh, he's been given a lot of, you can't argue. Banuelos, as you were saying, he's always been your boy, but I, he's got to stay like healthy. He's got to stay healthy. And not get overused, you know, if anyone out there in Braves management is listening, um, but, uh, you know, you, you, you said this earlier in the, in our off season, uh, podcasts here that when you look at the top 100 prospects in all of baseball and you see that like six of them are Atlanta Braves, um, that's, that's a good thing. Right. That's right. a good thing. Considering the dark ages of Frank Wren that we came out of. Right. But I still think a platinum glove shortstop is something that has value beyond oh oh, oh wait wait i'm you know and, I, and so I, trade that the, trade the trade still, of andrelton simmons yeah was we did not get enough in return for andrelton simmons even if they knew they were going to get uh swanson which they you know, didn't uh no they didn't know uh but it, even if they did that would still they still would not have gotten enough with andrelton simmons uh simmons is a game changer yeah, uh, a, an absolute rarity in the. I mean, Simmons is a Kershaw of an infielder. Yeah, you know he is to the infield uh, what a David Price is to a starting staff, and you've got to get more than one good young prospect. In return, absolutely, and then a a, a a shortstop that's merely an offensive upgrade, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the yeah the shortstop is just there until Swanson's ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, again, we're we and they, got they had no way to know that Arizona was going to oh, do I, what they did. So you know that we we have to look at what they were what they were getting in a vacuum for Simmons, and they just got a you know an eye bar. They got. 
But I don't know. I mean, you could argue that they knew that he was just going to be a placeholder until Albies. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, uh, whatever. They didn't get enough for one of the premier players in the game. All right. So <laughs> as you look at the 20 man roster, that's the 20 man rotation that's going to open the 2017 Brave season. Um, what level of success? When do they need to be contenders? Oh, they you? will not be contenders in 2017. Well, I know that, but they can. Uh, they could have a team where, with a bunch of, I mean, you know, if they have, you know, Albies and Swanson and uh, Riley in, in the infield, uh, that'd be exciting. You know, all young players and uh, with a, a bunch of young stud pitchers that looked like they were coming up. I mean, and that would be a team you'd love to see uh, pulling. I mean, they, we, they would draw tremendous in a, the ballpark out there. If that team was threatening to play 500 ball uh, and then in two years be contending and putting money into it. I don't know. You know, we don't know if Liberty Mutual is going to be selling the team. You know, there's so much is going to happen, you know, between uh, then and now. And, uh, but at least they seem to have found a path to take and are sticking to it. And it, you know, I, I hate to say this, but it seems like they should be trading Freddie, you know? Right. I mean, uh, they, although I don't know that they could get that much for him right now. Uh, cause yeah. he's, he's like at the, uh, the back end of a downloaded contract and, uh, but still, uh, no, he's still young and yes, you know, and still very, uh, very much in his prime. Yeah. And a lefty or uh, no, wait, I'm sorry. That's, uh, um, no, he, he's left. He's, he's left-handed and, 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 you know, uh, that, none other than the Washington Nationals are looking for a left-handed bat to protect Mr. Bryce Harper. So anyway, 26 years old, a clubhouse character to boot, and he gives out great hugs. So yeah, he's he's got, I think, good value out there. But I mean, again, with like the, the uproar about Simmons, you have to have some reason to come to the ballpark. Right. And, you know, I, I'm sorry, I, but I, I think they, that they're doing Turner Field dirty. But, I mean, whatever. At least, at least I can get really good seats for that last game. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, I guess as a final thought on the Braves. Well, a couple of final things on the Braves. So what of Hector Oliveira? I mean, he's already, there's like, they're going to stick him in left field. So how, how confident are you in him being that power hitter that they, they told us all we were getting? Considering he may also be 35. I know. I know. He has a lot to prove this year. Yeah. And, and, it, uh, I, you but know, it's and not looking does, good. I hope he does. I hope he does. I hope he does too. And then, so final thought, um, all this young talent needs really great mentoring and the present manager is Freddie Gonzalez. So, uh, is it a foregone conclusion in your mind, as it is in mine, that he'll be gone when SunTrust Field opens? Yes. And who will take his place? Uh, whoever Chipper wants to <laughs> at that point. Uh, would it be Chipper? No, I don't think so. No. I don't think Chipper wants that daily grind. Too much time and away from hunting. Say, yeah, I shouldn't say whoever Chipper wants, because he'd want Bobby to come back. Right. Good call. Uh, the... Uh, I I think it will be somebody who embraces both factions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh 
the but I I don't know who it will be, but there there will be I'm almost certain there'll be a new manager. I uh, at that time, and I they're going to let Freddie play out his contract here, you know, and yeah, or play out this year of it. I you know I would love for it to be Bud Black, honestly. Well, so would a lot a lot of people have wanted Bud Black. Yeah, and I I would um I would think that you know considering we're dealing with uh, uh, a, a a team that's going to be its foundation will be pitching. Uh, oh, I, I agree. That I would make Bud, great sense. Bud so. Black would be a tremendous addition. Yeah, and, and currently still looking for a job, so I don't know. I feel like maybe... turn down jobs, though. He's waiting for the job he wants. Yeah, and I, I think that they should go make him a pitch right now, as far as I'm concerned. See what I did there? Make him a pitch? Yeah, <laughs> um, all right, well, there you have it. There, there it is. And, and Coach, as we're at the final stop of the Hot Stove Tour... How about the the talent pool that's out there right now? You know, as we've gone through these teams, there's just a lot of really solid talent uh, coming up through the ranks. You know, it was kind of overused last year, but would you say that baseball's in really good hands with its young I talent? I, I'm a, I'm a little skeptical of this either all in or all out type of mentality that pervades the game right now there are so many teams that have completely cashed in everything like the Braves have uh, planning for a future and so that means that most of the talented uh, players in their prime are ending up on a smaller number of teams subsequently other players in the middle of their careers, either they're not being allowed to develop into up to their potential uh, and are just kind of discarded as role players on other teams. While there seems to be a lot more, well, there doesn't seem to be, there's a lot more value being placed on prospects and on players that haven't produced anything. There have been so many players, and the Braves are full of them. Pat Jarvis, you know, what was he, 5'6"? You know, he would have never been a major prospect. Phil Negro did okay, not as a major prospect. There are so many, I mean, and, and this goes throughout time. Joe Morgan doesn't get a, doesn't get a sniff today. Uh, and the, That's amazing to think. Uh, and it is, I, I, I'm a little worried that the current trend in baseball uh, e- either being all in or all out, maybe shortchanging a lot of late bloomers. Sure. Well, do you think that this is something that, you know, because we're getting close to uh, the collective bargaining agreement coming up for, you know, restructuring and negotiation, is this something that's going to be one of the key issues, you know, like this, the concept of uh, player control, this, what happened with like Chris Bryan at the beginning of this past year? Um, is this something that needs to be addressed right away or let it play out for another few years? Well, I don't know that it is a, um, something the players association box themselves into. I mean, and, uh, that could be a real sticky point in these new negotiations. Uh, the Boris suit is interesting. Uh, yeah, the, and all the stuff that Boris is involved in trying to uh, put a pitch count on his own pitchers and stuff, you know, I mean, that, that certainly is uh, one of the things that's holding up the whole Fernandez trade. Uh, I, the, as 
the problems in baseball where, I mean, and you look at the Fernandez thing right now, uh, and it's all these reports now seem to be coming out that he's not that solid a person in the clubhouse, that he may be causing problems. And this is, seems to be nothing but a softening of the base to prepare them for their, their trade of him to Los Angeles. Pitchers have come out, Heron and the rest of all these guys are coming out in defense of Fernandez. Uh, this seems typical of the way the Marlins do things, sure. but this is a product of the game becoming so financial, become you know, and and such big business. I mean, I know it has been for centuries, but uh, it is there uh, bigger now than ever. Yeah, it is. And that's it is. A, I know it's a little bit of an understatement, but yeah, truthfully, so. Um, do you think that these inflated TV contracts that are getting handed out left and right are somewhat of a bubble or are they going to be legit as we, the viewing public move into a world of wanting everything on demand and not wanting to pay for full, you know, cable packages. We just want, you know, I don't understand them. I don't, you know, I don't understand all of the advertising revenue that must be, uh, controlling the, these, uh, these exorbitant, uh, contracts that the different ballparks are getting. I, I uh, these are numbers that are beyond uh, my knowledge. Well, it's it's based on subscriptions. I know that much. Right, and right. so, if you 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 take into account, you know that there are a lot of people in Atlanta that are not going to bat an eye if it's like, well, now if you want to watch the Braves, you have to get so and so that carries Fox Sports South. They'll think, nah, nah, you know. And so now these you know, news outlets that are that are banking on people picking up more subscriptions because they, they know that that's where they have to go to see their team. If they stop doing that, then, you know, you're looking at a, a true bubble bursting um, for the clubs. Um, another interesting challenge that I think they're going to be wading into. So, so any final thoughts on the, the hot stove tour as it has now reached its conclusion? Who wins the National League East next year? Um, we still have, uh, I mean, who wins National League East? I think uh, the Nationals should be favored again. I think the Mets should be giving them a push. Uh, I don't think any other teams in, in the game, whereas we had yeah. the Marlins winning it before. I mean, the Marlins should be the third best team, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, it's interesting that, you know, it seems to be the weakest division in the National League considering the firepower out West and then, of course, the stacked NL Central. But the Mets won it. You know, right, they, right. they won the league last year. So Pitching can do it. Pitching can uh, do it. And I mean, and they could certainly do it again. Uh, and there's still a lot of chips out to play. You know, uh, Cespedes and Upton and um, Gordon. I mean, there's still uh, some significant players out there. I don't think there are any more pitchers. That There's still trades to be made. There, you know, yeah. it's, not, it's not through yet. Yeah, it's well, not the new year yet. We don't have uh, Boris's chips haven't fallen. Yeah, <laughs> you know his. that's true. Alex Gordon and Cespedes in particular. It's going to be real interesting now to see as 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 things start to settle where they end up. So, um, all right. So now, uh, also in the new year again, the uh, the Hall of Fame 2016. Coach, who's on your ballot? Who are you vote? I haven't for? done my ballot yet i of course griffey will be there the yeah. only interesting thing is to see what percentage of the vote he gets and i really don't care about that because it's you know it's no, moot yeah nobody gets 100 yeah and uh the uh what about I, trevor hoffman is he first I, I, ballot trevor hoffman is on my my ballot uh as 
I, I don't know that he'll get in first ballot. Uh, I think it's more interesting to see what happens with the juice players. I yeah. think one of the reasons that all of these people are going with Bonds and Clemens this year, whereas they haven't in the past, is that they realize that Piazza's about to get in, and they all believe Piazza was juiced. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I uh uh, I certainly would never vote for any of them. Uh, I go with what Hondo said, you know, that uh, if you cheated, you don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, there you the, go. Uh, well, we got, we're going to be able to get in a podcast before the official announcement on the 6th, so we'll do a sure. full thing on that next time. So, right. um, But, you know, the thing I'll be really interested to see is uh, if, there's, if there's some way that the Dark Horse candidate Alan Trammell gets in, because this is his last year. This is year 15. Isn't it so. the last one for Freddie? Uh, to McGriff, uh, it? for Crime Dog, um, or I don't know. I mean, he's got well, it's his seventh. Oh, I thought it was further than that. It's okay. his seventh. Lee Smith, though, he's he's this is year 14 I for year Lee Smith. No, I'm not voting for Lee. No, Lee, Lee, you know, no, but it, you know, Alan Trammell, arguably famously underrated shortstop. Um, and uh, you know, seems like if I were voting, I'd I, I think he should be a Hall of Famer, but I don't uh, know. you're not going to convince me that. Uh, Alan Trammell should be in the Hall of Fame or should not be in the Hall of Fame when Phil Rizzuto is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, well, we'll go deep on that in 2016. And and Coach, what what are your hopes and dreams for the 2016 year? Uh, I'd like to see a faster game. I'd like to see, uh, I mean, just, I mean, the, the speed up that incurred last year to see that. Uh, continue. I would like to see a uh, continued uh, increase in marketing individual players for uh, younger fans. I would like to see nets extended in most ballparks to protect fans from getting clobbered by bats that break. Uh, I would uh, like to see um, some of these brave uh, prospects start to show some glint, uh, the uh, and goodwill to all. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, 2015 has been quite the year, and uh, I'm just excited for 2016 in general. So I'll just leave it at that. So, and of course, thank you to everyone who is checking out the podcast on the World Wide Web. Uh, visit us at runningthebases.com. You can always download these podcasts on SoundCloud and on iTunes. So, for Tucker Wells, for Coach Bounds, this is the Running the Bases podcast. We are coming into home and we're safe. Coach, happy new year. Happy new year. All right. And a jolly one it shall be. Good night. Good night.